0: Welcome to Mediation Today, a program brought to you by Vesna Satichanin, a Canberra lawyer and mediator. Every episode introduces an experienced Australian mediator to talk about mediation training, development, ethics and practice. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the ACT land, the Ngunnawal people.
1: Joanne Law is my guest today. She is an experienced mediator with two levels of accreditation, a nationally accredited mediator and an accredited family dispute resolution practitioner. She established Mediation Institute in 2013 to provide flexible, accessible, and high-quality training for dispute resolution professionals using online learning. In 2015, Joanne was a co-founder of the social enterprise not-for-profit Interact support. Interact's mission is to prevent violence by providing services to help prevent problems and disputes escalating. Hello, Joanne. Hello. Thank you for being my guest in mediation today. In today's program, I would like to talk to you about your mediation practice and how you manage multiple professional activities across the multiplicity of fields you are involved in. (laughs) To start with, please tell us how you decide to become a mediator and what keeps you going in this field.
0: Okay, well, I originally um, started as a mediator after observing my husband's clients. So my husband is a family lawyer and he also defends or works with people who uh, have family violence, those applications against them. So I got to know a particular lot of men who were involved in the family law system and I became quite interested in what they were telling me about their mediation experiences and their family law court experiences. And that kind of uh, led one thing to another. So I trained to become a nationally accredited mediator and then family dispute resolution practitioner.
1: And you've been doing this for a, a number of years now.
0: Yes, yes. I think about, um, I'm onto my eighth year now as a as a mediator. And it um, yeah, certainly takes up, Uh, most of my time. However not long after I I trained we actually founded Mediation Institute which provides training in this area. I'm originally from a a country area out in central west New South Wales and so I'm really aware of the challenges for people in regional areas to to get professional training because a lot of it's done as group workshops and the the challenge of getting to a population centre. <laughs> where yeah, the tyranny um, of
1: distance within Australia. Yeah, mm. absolutely.
0: It's still a very, very major issue. So we, we wanted to provide an opportunity for online learning in, um, in mediation and, but we also didn't want people to be doing um, you know a, a correspondence course by email. Yeah. <laughs> so, so look,
1: that actually leads me to, to the, uh, the initial question that I wanted to discuss with you. Your approach to mediation as a practice as a business, and what is that business model that you've developed over the years uh, following your early experience in mediation?
0: Yeah, so so look, we're we're really quite passionate about of mediation, which is the approach to mediation that empowers the people who have the problem uh, to to work together to resolve it. So there's other styles of mediation where um you know lawyers are involved and everyone's in separate rooms and it's it's a little bit more like uh, um I guess a horse trading type thing. The shuttle so mediation, and, yeah, shuttle, me, sh- shuttle mediation and offers and counter offers. And look, that definitely has its place. But where people are, are, are capable, a more facilitative approach, where they're making the decisions themselves and speaking directly, has um, a lot of benefits. So, so that's the style of mediation that we really um, support and champion, and help uh, professionals develop the skills that they need for that style of mediation. Because it's a little bit easier if you're not having to deal with both people at the same time. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. Uh, so it's it's definitely some very unique skills that you need to be a mediator.
1: Yes, and look, I'd really like you to tell us a little bit more, on, more in depth about the mediation institute, and also the other business adventure venture uh, yes. that you've recently <laughs> started. Joanne, you told us that in the introduction that you established Mediation Institute in 2013 to provide flexible, accessible and high quality training for dispute resolution professionals using online learning. Tell us, how did it start? What does it involve and how is it different from what's already available out there?
0: Yeah, so um, thank you. Look, we we really wanted to make it uh, an engaging learning opportunity. That's the that's the big challenge with online learning that sometimes it's very stale and flat. So we we built in a, a lot of uh, live video meeting um, type activities. And uh, actually, the first year, once we established the the course, we uh, submitted to the e-learning excellence awards. We, we wanted to just benchmark ourselves and get a little feel how um, how we, we compared to the other... So the in whole the
1: industry, in, yes? Mm-hmm. Industry,
0: yeah. And um, yeah, we, were, we were so excited because we actually won the uh, vocational training category.
1: Uh, mm. for, and, and which um, year was it in?
0: Um, that was 2014, so mm-hmm. that was our... Yeah, just basically as soon as after we established Mediation Institute. So yeah, it was very, very exciting to realize that we had actually created something special. <laughs> so,
1: so when when someone calls uh, an organization an institute, in my mind, that creates a picture of fellows of the institute or members. And <laughs> how, yes. Yep. Th- to tell me, how does yeah. that work?
0: So look, we're training, a specialist training provider for dispute resolution training. So we're a um, recognised mediation accreditation body, which means the Mediators Standards Board that administers the national accreditation system, which is the, the kind of entry level into mediation as a professional. We're a, a recognised training uh, provider and we accredit mediators. So that's that's a role. Sometimes the organisations are, are associations. Where mediation Institute's actually a business we provide membership services and once again the same our philosophy flows through to that so they're very um very low key very individualized very much focused on what do each of our members need in terms of support for their professional development we also provide complaint handling for for um, our members so if a, a client of theirs has a concern about the services provided, they can contact Mediation Institute, and we um, we look into it.
1: And Joanne, um, do you? Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Dave. Yeah, but but um, does it operate uh, across Australia?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're national, and we've got um, we've got students and um, and members all over the country. So we've got the students who either learn mediation, family group conferencing, which is. Uh, a relatively new model that's come out of um, New Zealand to work with families. So, Some more likely families that are having problems perhaps have come to attention of child welfare authorities and need to come together to help to keep their children safe and family dispute resolution. So,
1: mm. And how is it different? Uh, just moving on with, with times, yeah. I think you probably realise that there is a, a space for something... Again, innovative. In 2015, you co-founded a social enterprise, as you call it, Interact Support, which is a non-for-profit organization, which is important to to know and realize. Uh, Tell us about Interact Support and how different it is from Mediation Institute.
0: Yeah, look, it's a totally um, different entity, but um, because we don't have any government funding, um, it's pretty much fully supported by Mediation Institute and the fees that are paid by clients who who can afford to pay. We we set it up because, um, well, actually, because of that that last course I talked about, our graduate diploma level. Qualification it has a 50-hour work placement requirement, and um, that's really difficult for students to um, to secure uh, by mm. themselves. So we set up Interact to provide an alternative to the, the other services available for people who needed quick access, flexible support for family dispute resolution. And particularly for higher conflict families where they often what happens is they get screened out of out of the government funded family dispute resolution services and, and get told now you're you're too high conflict and, and given a certificate which lets them go to um, to court. However, they often don't have the money to be able to go to court. So you've got this horrible situation of people that are in higher conflict, finding it difficult to um, to work together and no support service available to help them to, to resolve their issues.
1: Mm. So um, well, how do you then engage your, your students or new mediators? Is, is that the way yeah. you do it?
0: Yeah, so interactive. Provides the opportunity for work placement, so basically, internship for our students under the um, working as a co mediation model with experienced practitioners. And it's all done online. So it's online mediation, um, which means that clients can, you know, they can be in the comfort of their home or, or a support person's office or, or wherever it is that um, works for them. And we've found that um, video mediation is is a much better option. For people where there are concerns about their safety, or or just having to to be in the same space with someone, you know that they maybe either have some frightened security concerns, or, yes, or frightened about. Exactly. yeah, exactly, mm. or or just haven't, just they just don't want to see them. <laughs> mm, just,
1: that's right. Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah. And is that um, only
1: the in the family uh, dispute? area well, it, or it, other it was, areas as well?
0: It was up until this year but then um, with the bushfires we, we sort of um, started to look at okay there's there's really a need for more available and flexible opportunities for people to resolve any other type of dispute as well and um, and then of course COVID uh, hit and, and we know that there's a lot of there's a lot of contracts that uh, haven't been complied with, not through any fault of anyone in particular, but because of the circumstances. The circumstances,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And and it's kind of all in limbo at the moment, um, mm. but there will be a reckoning, there will be a need to sort things out. And, um, yes, people can go to a tribunal or they can go to a court and try and, you know, exert legal, legal rights, but that will break... The relationship. So, <laughs> so in a nutshell,
1: whether- <laughs> it's a service that makes mediation more accessible to yes. people who have limited means to access them.
0: Well, limited means, yeah. So look, if, if people um, have limited means, then um, by, yeah, definitely we've got hardship provisions in place. And uh, part of what we do, it it is a co-mediation model and it provides an opportunity for newer mediators or ones that maybe um, need to gain a little bit more experience to work in a co-mediation model with more experienced practitioners. And, and build and their
1: hours as well their, for accreditation. Yeah, build their yeah.
0: practice hours. So um, yeah, everything we do, we try to make sure that it meets multiple needs. <laughs> Mediations yes. a process of collaboration where where people come together to get their needs met in a way that. that it sounds works very for clever,
1: others. I have to say.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. And it's look, it it is a problem for our industry. The, this issue of getting well, getting qualified, and then the you know not having experience. So it, you know, some people have the, all, all the fun of Myers, as my grandmother used to say. Um, and and you know, being qualified is enough to go out there and 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 do the work. But a lot of others really would prefer to to have a a, a more supported environment. environment, yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Dear listeners, my guest is Joanne Law, a mediator and family dispute resolution practitioner. And she was telling us about some innovative practices that she's employed in her mediation and dispute resolution practice so far. Could you please tell us in a nutshell, your plans for the next few years, having in mind how the world has changed and how mediation has changed or has it?
0: Um, look, mediation hasn't really changed except the way it's delivered. It used to be people get together in a room now it's much more diverse and and it um, there's there's sometimes it's done by phone and um, a lot now and going forward will be done by a video meeting. but the process of mediation still remains the same, which is getting people together to to look at what the issues are, understand each other's point of view, build up some options and and, and look at them and then reach a, a decision about what's the best way to move forward. So that doesn't change. Mm. What we what we hope for interact support and interact online is that people will really be making use of the the free service we offer offer in dispute diagnostics. So, if people are starting to have a dispute, they can contact us and and really just talk through the issues with a professional and um, develop a little bit of a plan to resolve things early <laughs> instead of and leaving where things. Where are you? To where
1: are you thinking or planning? To take it in the next few years.
0: Well, we, we um, intend to, to grow that and and be um, become really recognised and known as where you go for really good quality first contact information regarding dispute resolution, and um, we we've built we work through a contract mediators um, who who work with us from around the country, uh, so the model's very very scalable mm.
1: um, so you see can... yourself staying in this area in this field before we close today
0: Oh definitely so <laughs> yeah, I'm really really passionate about training uh, mediators and supporting them into um, into this career it it's still very relatively unknown people are still going to lawyers as the first point of call and um yeah in in a couple of years i I hope that people the first person they'll talk to is a mediator
1: let's hope that will be the case and now (laughs) i need to thank you for your time and your nice words about mediation and all those interesting approaches that you've outlined that your two organizations are running at the moment joanne thank you so much again for being my guest
0: And thank you so much as well for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure.
1: Dear listeners, this was Mediation Today. My guest was Joanne Law. My name is Vesna Cvetičanin. Goodbye.